Hello, and welcome to a toast <laughs> So that's the first time I've listened to the theme music with headphones in, and it's even creepier because you really get those whispers. Yeah, yeah, you do. So I like I d- it. I don't like it even more. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. Uh, we're going to talk to you about horror movies today. Well, one in particular. Just one. Just one. Um, don't forget, guys, we are complete fucking amateurs and have no idea what we're talking about. We are casual movie fans. That, that sounds wrong. Yeah, I think we're more than casual. I think we're movie enthusiasts. Movie enthusiasts with limited knowledge of the movie industry. Music, nope. Movie enthusiast dumbasses. Oh, okay. I don't know. Is that too harsh? It is harsh. Okay. It just makes us sound like dumbasses all around instead of just dumbasses <laughs> in reference to the movie industry. Uh, I don't think we're dumbasses all around. I mean, we yeah, have I our agree. moments. I agree. I agree. We're not. Hi, kitty cat. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, somebody loves horror movies, too. My kitty does. Oh, so does Pickles. That's so funny. She was very into this movie, which, do you want to introduce this? Yes. The movie that we are doing today is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. And yes, Pickles is very into it because there was like, there's a shit ton of screaming in this movie. And every time the screaming started, she was like, "Mm," doing the little head tilt. That's cute. Yeah. But don't you worry that it's like too scary for a pet? No. Oh. I They're some- idiots. They don't know what's going on. Sometimes during Game of Thrones, I like covered Millie's eyes. <laughs> I'm like, it's too scary. Don't watch. No, I never had that thought. Oh, okay. Just me. Yeah. Sorry. That's no, okay. I'm sure it's not just you. I'm sure there's other people out there. I just don't think Pickles is intelligent enough to know what's going on on the screen. Uh, that might be fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So let me go over the facts from this movie. I would love that. Check Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in 1974 and it stars Marilyn Burns, Edwin Neal. Um, I guess I'll just go through everybody. Alan Dan- Danziger, Paul Partain, William Vale, Terry McMinn, Jim Sidow, and Gunnar Hansen. And I guess I'll give the grandfather a shout out, John Dugan. It was directed by, I'm going to say Toby Hooper. Sure. It's T-O-B-E. Yeah, I don't think it's I Tobe. saw that and I was like, I don't know. Okay. And then it was written by Kim Hankel and Toby Hooper. Okay. Today, the drink to go with this, it's the Grave Digger. Um, there were a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Leatherface drinks, but quite frankly, they were all disgusting. You sent me one and it was called the Texas Chainsaw, but it had Campari in it. And it had something else that I didn't want in it either. And I was like, mm-mm. Was that the I think it was like... It was apple cider, fireball, whiskey, and Campari. And I was like, that was not a combo. It was fireball, too. And I was like, I'm going to vom. Yeah. So we went with the Gravedigger instead because that's kind of 
a running theme throughout the movie. Um, and it is Mezcal, um, Cointreau, Lemon Juice, Topped with Ginger Beer, and I'm missing one. Apple Cider. Apple Cider, that's the one. And then it said two dashes of rosemary or orange bitters. Optional. Oh. It was optional. So Burner did put dashes of orange bitters in this one for me, but I think I'm going to go with out for the next one because we always do two drinks on this podcast and see what I think. So it also said mezcal or tequila. So for this first one, I did tequila, and then the next one, I'm going to go mezcal. Oh, okay. I like that. And this is from, when's, what's this from? Uh, Halfbakedharvest.com. Yes. With their very professional-looking photo. I I hope you brought your A-game. Well, I have the same glass. That's all I got. <laughs> it was my C-plus game. You didn't bring out your fog machine? Oh, God. I wish I had a fog machine. Oh, we saw one at Target today, and Barna was like, this. and I said, I think she has one. I don't. I do need it. But aren't they like 50 bucks? Wait a minute. No. We saw fog machine liquid. Oh, I have neither. (laughs) Sorry, I got those too confused. So the liquid really wouldn't have done you any good. (laughs) Uh, I also, it said that a sprig of rosemary was optional. Yep. And I actually tried to burn it too. Oh, with like a lighter? Yeah. Does it smell smoky? It does. I love the smell of rosemary too. So It's not my favorite. So I did not go with a rosemary sprig. I did rosemary bitters too. I have oh. those for some reason. Yeah, that's a that's I mean good for you. Variety is the spice of life. Truly. Cheers. Cheers. I love it. I love it so you hate it. <laughs> I love it so much and I wonder if it's because of our differences. It might be just the mezcal is not jiving with the apple cider. And you know, you know, I've come around to mezcal recently with Mm -hmm. our past couple drinks. We've liked it, but this is not going, this is not going well for me. Do you think you'll try tequila for the next one? Maybe. This is delicious. And the smokiness of the mezcal I don't like it with the coin trail and the apple cider. Mm. No, this is, this is delicious. This is an excellent fall drink. It might be my, it might be my punch drink for our interesting Halloween party. Although I did a tequila based punch drink for my Halloween party last year and that did not go well for a lot of people. Actually, I think just two, just me and uh, Michelle. Well, I know your bull bags were like heavy hidden, so. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I haven't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this yet because I still do have some. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. Oh, it took hours. Yeah, so I don't know if it's worth it. We'll see. Anyway, let's talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's. I, I'm dying to know your initial thoughts and feelings. I thought this movie was stupid. Okay. It was awful. It was silly. It was dumb. 
I couldn't believe it's as famous as it is. So this was your first time watching it? First time watching it, yes. Like I've, I have watched the remake with Jessica Biel. Okay. Like I've seen that. I've never seen I've that. I've never seen this original. And I remember like when we lived in one of our older houses, when we, when I was older, I was not an adult, but probably in college. I remember like our brother saying that it was a true story and they never cut Leatherface. And then I was terrified to take the dog out at night for a little while. So that's my history with it. But yeah, I was watching this. I was like, no, not scared. Well, not not scared. Okay. Um, let me think here. The only time the tension got to me once, but I'll talk we can talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. This is my second time watching it. And I, I agree. It's not I didn't I don't find this scary. I think there's images that are scary, but nothing mm-hmm. is I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just more scary in theory. And I guess we'll talk about why whenever we get to our villain hero. <laughs> Excuse me, Marty wasted. Um, <laughs> when we get to our villain hero discussion, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I know it's super famous. I know it's acclaimed. I just watched it. And I was like, Why? You know what's really refreshing about it, though? It's 84 minutes. Oh, loved the time. Yeah. I saw under an hour and a half, and I danced. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I i mean, I think as far as horror, this is for sure a slasher. Yeah, I agree with that. Even though you don't, I mean, you see a lot of blood because they're like fucking drenched in it. But you don't see a lot of the violence, like, up close and personal, like you would think you wouldn't see in a slasher. Like, you see some blood splatter. You mm-hmm. see the motions of people getting hit, but you don't get that gore. Mm-hmm. And you don't see – I was kind of shocked that there's no boobs in this movie. Well, I was reading the facts, and the director wanted this to be rated PG. <laughs> Right. Squeeze me. <laughs> right. So eventually he was happy with R. I mean, it's still like, a. I don't think children should watch this. Right. He wanted it to be like a general all purpose. So each like tried to, I don't know the right wording, like keep the violence to a minimum maybe, or make keep those visuals. So that's probably why you also don't see boobs. Now, were you scared by the Jessica Beale Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yes, it was terrifying <sighs> and uncomfortable. Now I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. Now I don't remember a lot of it except for like when they picked up the hitchhiker because that still happens and that's a very memorable scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. <sighs> it goes, it, it's very different. Okay. Uh, I just watched another horror movie classic recently and I'm telling you about it because I'm never going to pick it. It mm-hmm. was the last house on the left. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, I've heard that that's bad. It, it's Wes Craven and it's like too real. Yes. 
It's and, and I've read about it where the like the girl actually was threatened by the actors in that. Uh, and the actors in that movie are so scary. Well, <sighs> yeah, yeah. That was like a movie where it was like this is probably very close to a true story, except for the revenge part. But it's yeah, yeah. That was rough. I don't... Oh, okay. The remake of the Texas Chainsaw, the one I saw, I was going to check the time difference. It's only like an hour and 40, so it's not... Yeah, it's still not bad. Too much longer. Yeah. So, let's... Let me do the summary. Perfect. Uh, This movie is about traveling kids who need gas and go to a random house and just walk right in. And then it's basically breaking and entering and then Leatherface comes out and kills everybody. Okay. So these kids were making sure their grandfather's grave wasn't dug up. So that was their reason for going to... Yeah, that was the reason. And instead of driving to another gas station... They decided, let's go play at our old abandoned family homestead. And go in the water hole. I remember that. Yeah. And then two of them break off because you always separate. Always. Always. And you always take a wheelchair to a very inaccessible place, too. I really enjoyed the wheelchair ramp that they had for their car or their van. It was just two planks of wood. Yeah, you could see that going so well. Yeah. I actually don't even understand how that would work because the planks would be higher than... Yeah, okay. So that was something plotal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they come across a house and they just decide to go in. Yeah, they knock a few times, nobody answers, and then they just walk right in to somebody's house that they don't know oh this is after they pick up a hitchhiker that looks creepy as fuck mm-hmm. yeah yeah do you want to talk about the villain or the hero first i know we have to have a hero do we we have a protagonist okay but i gotta say like everyone's a villain. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Everyone is terrible. And I think this is a huge reason of why this movie's not scary. You don't want you don't fear for anyone. No. You're okay with them dying. Yeah. Just and- because they're such oh, hey buddy. <laughs> All right, you going up to bed? Good night, buddy. I love you. Love you. All right. Go up to bed. Stay in bed. Get some sleep. Love you too, honey. Are you sleeping in our bed again tonight? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's very interesting. There's even, I think this is the first horror movie, like chronologically in time. I think this is the first horror movie. It's not a fact. It's just from my brain that features like a disabled person. Mm, yeah. 
No, I don't have as much experience with horror movies as you do, but I could see that. I mean, except for like rear window, but it's temporary because his leg's broken. Right. He's not truly disabled. Yeah. But like even, uh, what was his name? Franklin. Even Franklin, like he was terrible too. I hated him. Yeah. I mean, like he had a rough go. Like I felt really bad whenever that I don't know how it happened, but the truck made him fly out of his wheelchair when he was trying to pee into a coffee can. I was so upset by that. Yeah. That was really bad. And like it every, was. Everybody treated him like a chore too. But they told him to come. Yeah. But listen. He was terrible. Mhm. And a, another fact was one of the other actors hated him. Oh no hated him on set and then they like happened upon each other years later and it turned out he just stayed in character franklin was in character the whole time because he's a method actor oh god you yeah you gotta stay method for this film and then they were like they stayed friends for the rest of their lives oh that's nice i suppose yeah but ugh. i guess the only person who wasn't downright terrible well, two people, and I have a reason for my second one. Uh, the girl with the cool shorts and the backless halter, she's not terrible. She's just really into astrology. You think she's terrible? I think she's terrible. I mean, she's a dumbass. She's a dumbass. She's into astrology. <laughs> she was reading from that book hardcore. And then she also goes into the house on invited now i get like she was worried or looking for her boyfriend or whatever but i don't know and they treated she treated franklin poorly too i suppose she did so i also like i know leatherface kills people but i think he's actually a loving guy like, did you see, like, how loving he was towards his grandfather? He's, like, making sure he eats. He's kissing his head all the time. He's trying to, like, be, like, kind of snuggly with him a little bit. And I'm like, I think Leatherface is just misunderstood. Listen, I'm on his side. Me? I talked to Bernard about this yes! today. Me too! He's not a villain! He is not a villain. He is intellectually disabled and never received the care he needed he's in an abusive situation where people are beating him yelling at him never helping or making him comfortable so he acts out in violence Mm -hmm. that's the only way he's been shown he is not a villain he needs help and is he really lashing out with violence because people were breaking and entering yeah I mean, the first the first guy who came in. The first two or three. Well. Because the weird glasses guy who kind of looks like that weird Bond villain in From Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> <laughs> he went in unannounced, too. Okay. So up until Franklin. Yeah. He could have he could have made an argument for manslaughter versus murder because i think in texas you actually have the right to defend your home if somebody breaks in or is that florida i can't remember well i think that's i think that's anywhere as long as you don't go overboard with the violence do you think the chainsaw is overboard (laughs) (laughs) well he used the chainsaw outside of the home so i think that's where the murder charge would come in (laughs) 
I think. But still, I I don't think Leatherface is a villain. And it's so funny because he's the icon of this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people use his, like, a mask. They have a chainsaw. They try to scare you out of them. No. He just needs a better situation. He needs help. Mm-hmm. And when I think of him now, I think of him, he's dressed so well with his collared shirt and his tie, Mm -hmm. and he's doing his stuff, and he's so sweet to his grandpa. (laughs) You've really got that grandpa thing going. I just see, like, he kissed the top of his grandpa's head probably, like, five times. Yeah, he wants love. He does. It's just... Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Hot take, Leatherface. I'm not going to call him an unsung hero. All right, I'm not going to go that far. Misunderstood. I'm, he's misunderstood. The rest of his family needs to be in jail for how they treated him. The villain is... Uh, sorry. Millie's also yeah. agreeing with us. Mm-hmm. The villain is old man, like the guy at the gas station who surprise is part of the family Mm. now i was real confused because at first i thought he was the father Mm -hmm. the grandfather the father he's just a brother oh i thought he was the uncle no in the facts it said he's the brother oh okay so i don't know how all of those ages worked out like that and I guess there are no parents. There's the grandfather and the brothers. Yeah. Okay. But I I mean, yeah, he's a bad guy. And then the hitchhiker played off of it. Yeah, but I mean, I think the hitchhiker's worse than Leatherface, but still misunderstood needs help. And yeah, none of them are 100% all their people do you think i don't know i feel like old man is like gas station attendant guy because he doesn't have a name he's just called old man in the credits uh i think i feel like he's a villain he seems like the mastermind of everything i'm okay with everyone being the villain except for leatherface me too so Hot take, guys. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I mean, it is unsettling. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, baby. It is unsettling the opening because, uh, I don't know, you read the facts. So is the grave desecration, is that Leatherface or is that family together or is it the hitchhiker? I think it's the hitchhiker because the old man kind of chastises him for that. Okay, cool. And he like, isn't he like, you damn fool, you're going to get us caught. I told you to stay away from that graveyard. Okay. That kind of thing. So I think that's just the hitchhiker. Because I was wondering who was making everything in the house. And lordy, lordy, did I get a lot of good inspiration for Halloween decorations. There are bones everywhere. And hanging them from the ceiling is very creepy. And I really want to do that to my big tree. I want to get like a bag of bones and then like hang all the different bones from my tree. 
I think that would That's be disturbing. It would look exactly. It's Halloween. It should be. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I saw that bench that was like part bench, st- part skeleton. Like the back was made up with like bones. And I was like, okay. oh, damn, that's cool. I was stuck on the chair she sat in for dinner, which was like an armchair, but it was arms. So do you think that's Hitchhiker? I think, I don't know if he's making everything. Because I'm like, you know, we always talk about our villain's motivation. Well, as in like we've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm like, you know, maybe they're just motivated by art. Some people can get into MoMA. Yeah. They could not. <laughs> so they displayed and created as best they could in rural Texas. So, and again, I know we're not there yet. I'm assuming you read the facts. And I think that this part of it is probably based on Ed Gein. Mm-hmm. Like all of like the grave robbing and like weird like uh, crafts. Which I was surprised that he only killed two people. So yeah. he's technically not a serial killer. Right. So I know he was just like a not healthy mentally man. Mm-hmm. Like he was mostly just a grave robber and he just like built weird shit with people's parts. Yeah. So. Yeah. So can we like, obviously. People are going to go with the Leatherface family and know why they're considered villains. The grave robbing, the killing, the murdering, the dismembering. None of it's good. Are they cannibals? I would say yes. I think so, too. They had a moment where they had a close-up on what they were um, cooking at the gas station. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was, like, human or not. So it wasn't stated in the facts and it didn't say in the synopsis um, because I did look for that answer. It just said she was unsettled when she was looking at it. And in my heart of hearts, I I just feel like, yes, they are eating the people that they murder. Mm -hmm. Because we can agree that it's not just grave robbing, right? They had all those cars on their property. They're definitely killing people. Yes, but the the oldest brother is the mastermind. Yeah. So you don't think the hitchhiker is on his level. I think the hitchhiker is on his level. I don't know. I feel like he's not smart enough to be, I mean, maybe he'll kill by himself, but I think he's going to need help covering it up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But let me tell you what I did like about this movie. I liked the weird, like there were really unsettling images. Like I think it opened up and you're like, ooh, you know, with like the red and then the graveyard desecration and then showing the cows was really creepy. I agree. I also thought, the sounds Mm -hmm. like they didn't use any music Mm -hmm. it was all just like 
really disturbing sounds, like animal slaughtering sounds and all that stuff. So I think that was creepy. I think the opening narration was creepy Mm -hmm. because that lent that true story sense to the movie. I didn't realize it was John Larroquette narrating it. You don't even know who he is, do you? No, who's that? He was a big actor, like television actor in the 80s. He was on Night Court and he had the John Larroquette show. Like he was just in different and different things that we would watch. Um, I'll send you a picture of him to see if you he might even be in Night Court now because they re they're redoing it, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah, I think there's another Night Court out there. Can you see it if I do this? Yeah, I don't recognize that man. Damn it. Sorry. How can you not recognize him? Uh, I'm too young. I know you are. Which is something I don't find myself saying lately. What if you get the picture with the dark hair? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now... (laughs) Well, he's younger without some weight and dark hair. No. All right. Oh, yeah. He is in the new night court. Okay. I will find something that you will recognize him for. I just want you to know that. Okay. Besides narration of this movie. Okay. Well, I learned something today. You will learn more. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't. It's not like the movie is a waste of celluloid. No. And I'm not bored while I'm watching it. It's just doesn't do what it set out to do. Maybe it did at the time because I do think it's like, I don't know. I think it's original. I do. There are times when I laughed out loud. Yes was one of them whenever the gas station attendant was hitting Sally with the broom. No, because I I found that actually disturbing. Oh, I fucking died. I was like, he's just hitting her with a broom and it's really funny. (laughs) It was, Oh, he also narrates the new Texas chainsaw massacre from 2022. I heard that one was bad. I haven't heard anything. Is that the one where I I sent you the trailer when he's on the subway? Or like the bus with the yeah. chainsaw. You know what I love though? I love whenever uh, horror like slasher villains are on subways. Like Scream had a really good subway scene that was kind of scary actually. But then Jason <laughs> Jason goes to Manhattan. It's just really funny. <laughs> I love the title of that. Jason goes to Manhattan. The, mutton, the Muppets take Manhattan. Well, so does Jason. Oh, wait. I think it might be Jason takes Manhattan. Mm. but also such a big difference but like you said (laughs) it's like Muppets take Manhattan it might be it's just I don't I we can't do that because it's not a horror movie but it's so funny and if you get the chance you should watch it what Jason takes Manhattan Uh because it's not a horror movie I love that you said that like that it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) um so, I guess... Did you watch 1995 Tales from the Crypt? 
Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Is that the one with John Lithgow on the airplane? Because I, I have a hard time distinguishing Creepshow and Tales from the Crypt. I know that the Tales from the Crypt guy is like the skeleton with the hair and the voice, but I can't remember the stories. I don't think so. Because I'm sure I've seen some Tales from the Crypt. Right. No, I don't think that's it. Yeah, I get him confused. So I think part of why everyone's a villain in here goes into their foolish decisions. Besides <sighs> the fact that they're just insufferable people, like the, the people in the van, like the old man and the hitchhiker are obviously bad people too, but they're easier to deal with than the people in the van. Yes. So can we start talking about the foolish decisions to try to clarify why exactly we're not rooting for these people? God, they're so dumb. There's so many. Like this is the going to be the bulk of the podcast. It is. It 100% is. I'm sorry. I'm moving my, my notebook here. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to start it off or do you want me to? No, go ahead and start it up. My first mistake, my first foolish decision, picking up the hitchhiker. 100%. 100%. Now, I did make an argument for them. Did you? I I mean, I know that the 70s is the time. So my argument was there's five of them in the van. So they probably thought they were safe. Like they're in a crowd. So why not pick up a hitchhiker? There's a lot of us. Nothing's going to happen. It's faulty logic, but it's logic. I didn't even think of that. I just thought that like the seventies is like, it's a common, more common practice to hitchhike. I tried to look at this from their points of view to try to make them better to like, try to, find them sympathetic and I never could yeah um mistake number two Franklin lets the hitchhiker take his knife yeah like what what the fuck do you think is gonna happen with that nothing good yep even before that you pulled out a knife why do you have to pull off out a knife right now clean your nails give me a fucking break It was like his one and only power play that Franklin had. I feel like it (laughs) made him feel like a badass, even though it's like this big. Maybe. Maybe that is something like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll take take it. I'll take that rationale over no rationale. Uh, The third mistake that they made, not throwing the hitchhiker out after he cuts himself. I would have opened that door and pushed him out. After that, just give him $2 for the picture. Like, he's obviously not right in the head. Give him the $2, let him out, move on with your day. Because I think that made things worse. That's a good... I honestly didn't think of that, but that's an excellent point. Yeah. They have it. Just give it to him. Yeah. The third... Or the fourth one or fifth one. I don't even know what we're at. 
going inside someone's house that you don't know, especially one that's giving off those creepy vibes. Like there's weird shit everywhere. Everything is screaming, don't go in this house. See, I'm even before that. One, the old man at the gas station, you know, the bad guy told them not to go to the abandoned house. Listen. Listen. That's so That's all funny. You do. I forgot about that. He does. He's like, hey, don't do that. That's dumb. Just keep going. He's a murderer. And he tells you what not to do. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I can't wait to talk about Deserve to Survive. (laughs) And then they pull up to the abandoned house. It's not wheelchair accessible. There's like uncut brush. There's no sidewalk. Yet they put Franklin in there and they're just like, have fun on the first floor while we're fucking in other rooms, I guess. I don't know. They barely help him in the brush. Like they don't push him. They make him do it himself. Yep. Yep. Like sometimes his bad attitude makes sense. And then he does shit like blue raspberries for 10 minutes. And I'm like, nope, this makes sense now. There's so many blowing raspberries in this. <laughs> there really is. I did not understand that technique. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one I have is... Kirk's girlfriend, I think her name is Pam, the one with the cool backless halter. The one that keeps getting the ass shots. Yeah, I mean, I get it. There are so many. Yeah, there were a lot. Uh, she also had great hair. Great skin. Yeah. Just very pretty lady. Um, her going inside of the house to go after her boyfriend instead of going back to her friends for help. Like whenever mm. he doesn't come out, there's something mm-hmm. not right. You don't go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get they wanted to get gas. They could have turned around and made it to that other gas station, right? Like, that was still on the table at that point. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, the going in the house. <sighs> Let me see here. Her kind of... Once she's in the house, Pam, her like convalescing in the chicken feathers instead of just like getting the fuck out, like she really rolls around in those chicken feathers screaming. I don't know if she's screaming. I just. No, she was making a lot of noise. I don't know if she was screaming, but she was definitely making a lot of noise. Like you just got to go at that point and not towards the metal door. That's obviously they're hiding something like go out the front door. The only thing I thought in that case, not for going towards the metal door, but the reason that she's staying in there is like, you know, there's a flight or fight, but there's also freeze. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is she just like completely frozen in fear? Like deer in headlights. Like I don't even know how to process what's happening. I'm like I can't move. Maybe because I have a hard time sympathizing with that. I I think I'm a freeze. Are you really? No, your lifetime of anxiety has prepared you to act <laughs> or run. 
think I would fight. I'm definitely, I don't know. There's some, like, I've been in some scary, not scary, but like <sighs> intimidating work situations. And I'm like frozen sometimes. Are you really? I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. And then it was, was it the, the glasses guy who then gets in the house without permission? Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Have they never learned manners? Yeah. And he doesn't, he like immediately goes to like the scary place where bad shit's happening. And like he sees blood everywhere, but just keeps looking around. Like, you know, there's blood here, but maybe my one of my friends is going to come out. <laughs> well, she does. I thought that was a good, I thought that was good. I liked that. I died laughing when she <laughs> jumps out of the freezer like that. I was like, this bitch is obviously dead, but somehow she's popping up and flailing all around. Maybe that was like the last of her life force. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I know I've heard like dead bodies will sit up and stuff, but I've never heard flail around as if they are seizing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. But for some reason in my mind, I was like, oh, she's awake or like she's alive. And this is like her last like energy. <laughs> she has. This is her last ditch effort <laughs> before she's she dies. to get flailing around in a freezer. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I mean. I, uh, I will wait. I'll wait. I want to talk about what happened to her, but I want to wait till we get to the like the scary stuff. Sure thing. Um, yeah. So I had that too. I called him fancy shirt guy. <laughs> fancy shirt. <laughs> of all the things to call him, I wouldn't have. He, he was wearing like a weird paisley button down. I can honestly say, besides like. The shorts, I guess I did pay some attention to the girls' clothes because, I don't know. But the guys' clothes, I was like, whatever. I I really took in a lot of the clothes. I took in Leatherface's clothes a lot. I love that he had, like, daytime wear and evening wear. So I read something about that, that he had three masks. There was, like, his killing mask. His old woman mask and his pretty woman mask. So, like, at the oh. dinner, it was, like, kind of taking on different personas for him. Okay. Again, signaling that he really does need some kind of help. Right. But didn't he kill somebody as the woman? Or did he change I and I didn't notice? I don't remember seeing him as the pretty woman until the dinner scene, mm -hmm. but I could be wrong. But then she escapes immediately following the dinner. Right. And he goes after her. Right. I don't think he changed. Yeah. Okay. Um, to go back to, to dumb decisions, you're on an abandoned property, just blowing the horn and yelling. Like, you're calling all kinds of attention to yourself. Like, I get you're looking for your friends. And maybe it's just us knowing that there's something bad going on. And and it would be a natural reaction for anyone to do. 
Uh, also, well, they don't know they're in a horror movie, yeah. supposedly. But whenever Sally and Franklin are arguing about what they should do because they can't find any of their friends, I'm with Franklin. Sally's an idiot. Like, just stay there. Yeah, just stay there. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do in the dark? You haven't been there for years. Yeah, you go in the car and you put the things down. Lock it. Yeah. How you used to lock it. I mean, it's unfortunate that they don't have the keys, but. Yeah, that, that that was no good. That was really unfortunate. But and I thought that was a good detail that they added in because I completely wouldn't have thought of that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great continuity. Mm-hmm. I think my final mistake. Like, wait, can I just say? Yeah. When Franklin says, they'll probably be back in a minute or two, sir, it is full fucking dark. <laughs> you were just in a panic and screaming. <laughs> They'll probably be back in a minute or two. No. 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 Okay, sorry. That line got to me. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is like campier than I... I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be campy, but it is campy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my final foolish decision that they made was Sally running up the stairs when she got into the house yes it's like what the hell lady come on that's not my final one but yeah you went up the stairs but kudos for her for jumping out that fucking window i did not see that coming that was pretty badass yeah it was yeah um my thing was she's running around screaming again run silently Find a place to lay low. It's pitch black out there. There's no lights. Now, granted, you are wearing white, so it's a full moon. But stop screaming. My other thing about that is he has a chainsaw on. So could he hear her screaming? But I think you got to take the chance and run out into an open field, not through, like, brush, Mm because you're just going to trip yourself up and stop screaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She also had great skin. She had yeah. great skin, great hair. Mm-hmm. And I loved her bell bottoms. Oh, the outfit was stellar. Yeah. White with that blue tank. Yeah. No no bra. Classic. Hey, I'm for it. It was the time. And it's coming back, baby. Free the nip. Absolutely. Be comfortable. I get some people are more comfortable in a bra because they have big girls. Yeah, and it and is it, like and a it helps comfort. be harnessed. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. Yeah, fly free. Yep, I'm with you. Um, Bernard just texted me. Watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, these people are assholes and all deserve to die. Yeah, actively cheering for Leatherface. Yes, yes. That's so funny that he's watching it now while we're doing the discussion. Yeah, he wanted to watch it with me, but I forgot for too long, so I had to watch it during the day. I get it. But how pleasantly surprised by how not scary it is. I I was happy. Because um, you were dreading it. I was dreading it. I thought it was going to be like, I thought you were going to see like the chainsaw going into people and like tearing down and lots of gore. So this one wasn't that bad. But... 
the remake is. But the remake is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I don't think anything can. I know I keep coming back to it, but it scarred me for life. I don't think anything can be as bad as a terrifier, but I want to watch it and see. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be anything like terrifier. Because the terrifier, he got a handsaw and sawed down the length of somebody's body. That's a great motion you just did. Now, is. I know this is off topic because it's the terrifier, but is art supernatural? In the first movie, no. But I think in the second movie, he comes back to life after getting shot in the head. Because the amount of strength it would take to handsaw through a person's body is actually pretty insane. Yeah. But no, they don't give the impression that he's supernatural. He's just really messed up. Okay. But uh, so last time or I was just editing the exorcist and we had talked about the terrifier and art, the clown. And I said, I need to know why two is worse. And you said, read the summary and the summary didn't clear it up for me. And Did now you read the summary or the synopsis, the synopsis. I'm sorry. I read the synopsis. Okay. Like just I read the whole sure, thing. Cause sometimes and now I think I have no choice but to watch it. No, absolutely not. We'll clear this up right now. We'll just Google this shit. Why is Terrifier 2 worse? Why Terrifier 2 is almost too brutal for some horror fans. Screenings have led to fainting, vomiting, and ambulances. 138 minutes. Ooh. Oh, that's too long. The first one was like 90. Yeah, unless it, unless that's referencing something else. Terrifier 2 finds more horrifically creative methods of mutilating the human body, hmm. discovering new and unfathomable limits. Hmm. Practical effects. Mm, we were talking about that during the exorcist too. the practical effects really seal the yeah. deal um it's not giving me any details as to what actually happened Marie I gotta watch it I gotta know I'm certain I could find out what happens did you try the wikipedia page no See? All right, I'll try that. But later. Okay. I think now if we've finished <laughs> Foolish Decisions. Second drink. Yeah, baby. And I got a pee. All right, I'll see you in a moment. Okay. So, did you make any changes to your drink? Just with regular tequila. Okay. Bernard had made his with a full shot of Cointreau and lemon juice. And I tried his and I didn't think it tasted any different. So I went with regular tequila just to see. Okay. And I went with Mezcal. That was the only change I made. I bet. Definitely got more smoky scent. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so much better. 
I don't hate it, but it's not. It's not like the tequila. The tequila, like it's it's really fucking good. It's very fruity, mm-hmm. which is surprising to me. Yeah, the, yeah, the mezcal. I don't taste anything besides the mezcal. And I'm it, asking him if he likes the regular tequila better. I certainly did. Yeah. Like, I can't even taste the apple cider. I can't taste the ginger beer. And, like, those are strong flavors. Right. It's that weird. Seems... Sorry. I, I no, just, go on. It's weird how mezcal seems to go with some things and not with other things. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Yeah, I recommend this with the regular tequila, not with the mezcal. Unless I guess you like smokier flavors and then it could be for you. But the mezcal does overpower the flavor profile of this drink. I just got your text and like, I just need to see it, I think. Well, I read through it while Bernard was making my drinks because he's great like that. Um, And they didn't go into detail about how anyone was killed. But I saw like the one thing about what he's trying to do to the brother. And then that last paragraph. Yeah. Um, I deleted it already, but I know that there was one thing I read where he like cuts somebody up and then puts bleach in their holes or something. Ew. I don't know, but it's still like, I just don't know how that's more disturbing than the first. I don't know. I just, I need to watch Terrifier too. I'll probably do it before the next podcast and I'll have to get back to you and I'll probably regret my life, but I need to do it. Like it's like something it's like crept inside my brain and I can't stop thinking about it. Sorry. Good luck. (laughs) I can tell you right now, I would not have that problem because I don't already. Um, so as you're very excited about, I started haunting Adeline. Yes. And I kind of relate to her with the horror things. Well, I'm glad that's all you relate to her with. That's it. Okay. Because there are some other questionable things that I'd be wondering about. No, that's it. No, I, I... For the most part, I think she's a completely normal person. You know, until we get farther along in the relationship and then it's kind of like I don't relate to you anymore. But it's still kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. It's dark romance. It's not real. I'm not going to defend it. Yeah. Yeah. Just enjoy it as it comes. That's what she said. That's right. It's just like... I've seen a lot of Instagram reels lately where people were like, when the when the book boyfriend say it versus when like the real boyfriend says it, and you're like, yeah, I don't know how I'd feel if my husband said some things to me <laughs> that I read in the books that I like. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there's like a few choice things that I'm thinking about, and I'm like, nope. I hope that's never uttered in my household ever. <laughs> Particularly sentences that have milk in them. <laughs> yeah. I read Is that. Is that one of your words? You can't take it? In certain contexts, yes. 
<laughs> like, come on. That's not sexy. No. Any kind of relating a human body part to a cow's udder or a goat's udder or just an udder in general, that's not necessary. There's better ways to say it. Yep. You're still okay with seams, though? Yeah, I'm fine with seams. <laughs> okay, great. And I'm getting better with the, with the P word. I still don't want to say it, but I'm getting better about it. Right. I can read it. I can type it. I don't want to verbally say it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I don't want I to. Think I think I said, I think I said C-O-C-K though a couple times recently. Oh, that word doesn't bother me. I, I don't know. I'm like Jess from New Girl with that With penis? Word. She couldn't <laughs> say penis. That's so funny. No, I forgot about I that. I can say penis. I no, say- I... I can pee, but if I get to the, you can't say cock. That's right. Can you? You're fine. You don't want to say it, but it doesn't bother you to read it. No, doesn't bother me at all. And I can spell it. That's so weird. Yeah, it's just dirty words coming out of my mouth. I just have a hard time with. Maybe another year of reading these books, and I'll be ready to go. How many years have you been reading them? Less than a year. Okay. Probably, probably since early summer. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went from like Sarah J. Maas and then I went to Emily McIntyre and then I did Haunting Adeline. Emily McIntyre does, um, like fairy tale, like fractured fairy tales where the villains actually like the one that gets the girl. Okay. So that's like like, almost Peter Pan. Wendy ends up ending up with hook okay i can see that yeah okay yeah you were the one who poisoned me you started you started me on smut i know so dad if you're listening i'm your innocent child not not your second born your third born is super innocent so so baby maybe you need to take a step back to Emily McIntyre not that those are any less spicy whenever I think of Hook I just think of Hook from Once Upon a Time Mm. I don't think of Dustin Hoffman well there is one there's one real where people bring him that book to sign and he's like is this a spicy one and then he signs it Mm. Mm -hmm. but um, just PSA, she does have cancer and she's like been going through treatment. So buy her books. Don't steal them because it's going through a rough go. I've never, I don't think I've actually ever stolen a book. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I told you, like, my dream is to have a library one day, like a massive library. And I could have gotten Haunting Adeline book two for free on Kindle, but I wanted the hard copy. So I spent $15. Well, did you already have the hard hard copy of the first one? Yeah. So you have to, well, then you have to. Yeah. Plus that library fantasy, it's becoming, it's going to become reality. Yeah. Just once once those little things get in your brain like that. I can't stop thinking about it. Like the terrifier too. I can't stop thinking about it. 
and um sarah j mass books that's always like there's like a torrent of things going in on my brain at like all times and it's like sarah j mass books library halloween terrifier 2 that's my brain and clothes and clothes and cats and dogs (laughs) there's a lot going on there's more than you give yourself credit for that's it though okay you have anything you want to talk about (laughs) what's going on in your brain at at all times um sarah j mass sarah j mass um whatever books like when i can read next that's like my way to turn off my thoughts is that like what what you have next you mean no like what i'm reading currently okay and when i can read it Uh again okay like I'll, yeah i'm walking the dog and i have my phone like up with a book and i'm reading while i'm walking like it's just um yeah that's a lot more boring than yours and probably the gym stuff and like what's going on there and lots of other things <laughs> that aren't worth mentioning okay i guess that's i'm also child free so i don't have that worry hanging over you no mm-hmm. we were at that party today and a friend that i don't like a still a close friend from college but like somebody i just don't see as often he's like so you you and james just not on the baby train i'm like nope he's like oh okay good for you <laughs> I'm like yep good for me <laughs> he's like yeah i see good what you guys do and i think to myself i wish i was doing what they were doing <laughs> Oh, he has kids. Yeah. 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 Ever all the baby people are living vicariously through your life. Yeah, but they're happy. And I'm happy. And that's what matters. I like, as long as everybody's happy. It's my big goal in life. What did I say to a kid today? I made a kid feel really uncomfortable and she ran away from me. And everybody looked at me like, what the ma- what, what the hell's the matter with you? How old was the kid? Three. Okay. Two or three. I looked at her and I said something. It wasn't sweary. What? How well was she able to run? Well. And she was probably three. Okay. (laughs) It's my gauge. How well is, how mobile is she? But like everybody's reaction was like, Jesus Christ, Megan. And I was like, meh. Whatever. What can you what can you do? What can you do? It just came out. <laughs> I don't have to deal with it later, so <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um you know. You know how it goes. I do. It's why I fight to have Indiana Jim not on the television when my kids in the room. I think that it's fine for a six year old to watch the last crusade or Raiders of the lost Ark, especially when their skins melting off their face or when a fully fleshed skull is becoming a withered bone skull. I loved that shit when I was that age though. Like I, that's the part that I needed to see. You've met my child, right? I have. We're not very similar. (laughs) Okay. Santiago in the Seven Seas. He's like Dora's cousin. She's scared of it. Okay. Uh-huh. That's too much. 
So that's all we need to say. She's not there yet. Nor will she ever be. We'll see. I am still convinced that you secretly like horror movies because you've seen a shit ton. Not recently. Okay. Not recently. I'm, I mean, before this podcast, I'm struggling. Like we probably, we try to watch a couple every Halloween, but we try to look for horror comedies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I told you the one last year we watched, it was a horror comedy kindergartners getting caught in a zombie apocalypse. And it like, we both had nightmares Aww. and it was a comedy. Hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, did you have nightmares with this movie? No, okay. no. Good. Like this movie, once I was done watching it, it left my brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I yeah. Okay. Maybe so, it's cuz I know I would never make the choices these people made. So, yeah, let's jump right back into it. And did did these people deserve to survive? No. No. 100%. Nobody deserves to survive except for Leatherface because he needs to be helped. Yeah, he does. I mean, how you heard his voice. He's maybe at a five-year-old level. It's questionable whether he even understands that he's killing and what that means. Absolutely. Yes. And I know that we haven't gotten there, but we will. We will. But I feel like that's Jason Voorhees. Oh, that's interesting. But we'll get there and we'll have that discussion when we get there. All I know is like clips I see on Instagram that are completely ridiculous. Oh, it's like the best franchise. Better than the I Avengers. Know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Um, no, just that I don't know his whole history to make that kind of judgment. I know there is some kind of mom thing going on. That could have affected his psyche. But Leatherface, Leatherface is extreme. Like, you know, as soon as, like, you see him interact with someone that's not in a murdery way. Actually, no, I disagree. Let me see. There was... Um... Da-da-da. So... When... Glasses guy comes in and opens up the freezer and Leatherface kills that guy. I really felt like Leatherface was distressed after that guy died. Like his reactions, his body language, his vocalizations. I didn't feel like he was comfortable with what happened. I didn't notice. So that's very interesting. Yeah, I felt bad. I wrote down like I felt bad for him. Hmm. So I, I just, I don't know that another character like Jason, who's taking Manhattan, <laughs> is going to, is going to be the same kind of like depth 
or lack of depth, however you want to call it. What if we rebrand Jason Takes Manhattan and it's Jason Manzukis just happening around Manhattan? <laughs> I don't know. I would watch it. I would watch it too. Um, I think if Leatherface had the proper care and he was in an institution that was suited for his needs, he would just love to color all day. And he would love Disney movies. He would be like my child and he would be like singing and dancing along with the musicals. Yeah. I I think so. Because he likes to role play, obviously. Yeah. I'm like, like, I'm really developing like nurturing feelings towards Leatherface. Is there something wrong with us that we feel this way? I don't know. Listeners. This is our first, like, real question. We really need information. How do you feel about Leatherface? Like, but it has to be the original. Yes, only 1974. Right. Like, do we need to have, like, justice for 1974 Leatherface shirts printed out? <laughs> Honestly, if we ever get famous, I feel like that's a really good shirt. <laughs> And I'm writing it down. <laughs> Justice for Leatherface. I'm writing it down. No. 1974 Leatherface. Okay, okay. When you watch, if you end up watching the remake, you can say okay. your feelings. Okay. In the new one, um, does he have... I think it was 2003. Does he have a family? I don't remember but i also don't want to give away anything okay cool because i'm gonna watch it as soon as we get off because james is playing video games which is fine okay yeah and you can text me your thoughts and feelings justice i probably won't respond the whole time because i'll go to bed but that's fine yeah justice for 1974 leatherface yeah he needs it i know he needs care listen the two, the two watering hole people breaking and entering, being dicks to Franklin, separating themselves off from the group, wanting sex, liking astrology too much and believing <laughs> it too much. <laughs> you deserve what you got. Glasses. Glasses, man. Breaking. Being a dick to Franklin. Breaking and entering. Breaking and entering. Separating off from the group again, because I feel like him and Sally were definitely fucking up there in that house. Um, driving to an abandoned place, just making overall bad decisions. You deserved it. Franklin, you were also a dick. Sally deserved to die, but survived. Deserved to die, but survived. And I will have something else go against the Sally column. And this is my, this is my like home run here for her. Okay. She deserved to die. She makes it to that road. That guy driving the huge like truck with the animals stops, fucking saves her, and then she climbs out into the back of a small pickup and leaves that guy running. What he he leaves that guy to die. Doesn't he die? He gets chainsawed, doesn't he? Or did I no, make that you up? Never see it. You just see him running off into the horizon. That poor and Leatherface is fucking dancing by his truck. Yeah, you, Sally. He saved your life. Go back for him. Yeah. That was a dick move. 
Yeah, it was. That guy was a hero. Yes. Not many people would stop. No. And I don't think that guy in the blue pickup was stopping, but she kind of like made him mm-hmm. swerve. So he had to stop. Mm-hmm. But that guy stopped. He stopped, grabbed a wrench and to like help protect her. Yeah. And she just left him. Fuck you, Sally. The only thing I'm putting in Sally's column for good. Uh, and it's just for the actress. She was very good at screaming. Yeah, she was very good at screaming. It was a very convincing scream. Like, I feel like she is an official scream queen. It was grating. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But um, I, I just, I didn't enjoy all the screaming, but she was good at it. I just looked at my notes and I said, <laughs> and I wrote down, who's the real mastermind? Hitchhiker, too dumb. Leatherface, child. Grandpa, barely alive. Gas station attendant, head honcho. <laughs> what? Like, can we talk about the whole grandpa thing? I would love to because I think our next up is jump scares <laughs> slash scariest parts. If I, re- I remember correctly. I don't understand. I just don't understand like how he was alive or was that like a supernatural thing that. So I don't think so. I don't think it was supernatural. I took it as he was still alive. Do you remember the movie seven? I mean, I remember it. Do you remember when when the sloth guy wakes up and you're like, Oh my God. And then he like dies immediately. That's how I picture like the grandpa. Like he's barely hanging on. Okay. I don't know. And it's just human blood that can revive him. Listen, I don't know, but I did think that that was the scariest part of the movie. When that grandpa, you think he's dead. You think he's not alive. And then he sucks her finger. That was that was scary. I I will say that that was scary. Yeah. But for for me, the most tension filled moment was her waiting in the gas station for the old man to bring the truck back, and she's looking around. He left the door open. I was waiting for the chainsaw to come through. So I thought that was scary. Just the the unknown. The suspense. Yes, for sure. I remember the first time I watched it and the grandpa moved, it made me jump. I was so taken aback by it. Because you see him earlier and he's just chilling out in that rocking chair next to grandma. Yeah, and grandma is so clearly dead. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And you think grandpa is. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty darn scary. But... Let me tell you, another scary part, not scary, but I do think that it's uncomfortable to see him put um, the butt shot girl on the meat hook. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's still so clearly alive during it, and I thought that made it worse. Yes. That she's feeling that pain. And I wonder, that was what I was getting to before, like, how long can you live on a meat hook? 
I would feel like it would be a while. Yeah. Because you're bleeding, yes, but the hole's plugged by the hook, and there's really no major veins. Now, if it punctures a lung, could that be possible? I was going to say, I feel like that's the thing you would do is you'd probably puncture a lung. But you can still live kind of long like that, right? I, I think so. Unless you start choking on your own blood. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think I think it's it's a long time. So that's why I thought she might have been alive. Like that was like the last thing she did was like pop out of that freezer. Because once he took It's her so up, funny because Bernard just texted me about that moment. Wait, what did he say? I want to know. He said, the one guy heard the girl knocking in the freezer. He opens it. Girl is frozen. Acts crazy. She acted coherent enough to knock on it, but in the three seconds it took for him to hear and open it, she turned into a frozen zombie? Makes no sense. Yeah. Oh, I'll ask him, though. We were just talking about how long we thought she could live on the meat hook. Now, I guess... It seems like Leatherface understands that he's not supposed to leave every anyone alive. But is he acting on orders from gas station attendant? And if he doesn't follow those orders, he knows he's going to get hurt. No, I'm not making an argument that he's a bad guy. Oh, I'm making uh, an uh, argument of did he kill her after she was on the meat hog? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Like, after he got done with that one guy, did he go back and then take care of her? I don't know. That's a good question. Thank you. Yeah, there were there were some jump scares. I do think it's iconic, the first reveal of Leatherface. Whenever you see him coming out of that door with all of the animal skins on it. Mm-hmm. I like that reveal. I liked it, too. Um, and I think they set the stage for the movie really well. I just think that when it gets down to it and the, and the dinner scene, it's very uncomfortable. How they're torturing her mentally is hard. Absolutely. Whenever they're saying like, oh, let's let have grant, let's let grandpa have this one. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, he can't fucking grip it. Like, let it go. But they tried like eight times. Let it the fuck go. He can't do it. Again, though, Leatherface is helping him. <laughs> I thought they were both helping him. I think they were. But like, he's trying to help him. Like, he's really like, come on, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants everyone to have a good time. He's a good time guy. <laughs> Everyone needs to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that that part was a little crazy, too, with the bucket. Like, get the bucket and mm-hmm. the hammer. I thought it was really creepy and unsettling having somebody rub their blood on your car. Like, whenever they get the hitchhiker out and he starts rubbing his bloody hand on their car, that was like, ew. I got too wound up in the fact they were like, He's writing something. No, he's not. Look at it. What was he trying to write? Nothing. It looks like nothing. But they kept bringing it up. Like, I get it. 
In my mind, he was like marking the car so they would know who to go after. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Did you have any thoughts or did you think it was crazy? Just crazy. No, I think that's a good thought is that they were marking. But like, I just couldn't get over. They were like looking for a hidden message in a circle of blood. Yeah, they're just not smart. They deserve to die, like we said. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I would have liked to see some resolution. Like, you see her going off in the pickup truck, but does she? do the police come in? Is she able to lead them back to the house? Do they find anything? Like, I would have liked to have seen that instead of her just driving off. Sometimes I like the abrupt endings because it leaves you more like, what? Mm-hmm. You know? So sometimes I, I like that. In this case, I, I like that it's like, because it kind of leaves you in like suspense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, could you have survived this movie? Yeah, because I never would have fucking picked up a hitchhiker or stopped anywhere. Yeah. You? you? Absolutely. Yeah, we're not fucking idiots. And I'm really paranoid about making sure I have enough gas in my mm-hmm. tank so I wouldn't have gotten that low in gas. When my gas light goes on, I stop to get gas. Mm, no, I'm way before that. I'm at a quarter tank usually. Oh, no. I let it ride until I get to my light. No. So that that would have been my thing. I would never have had to stop. And I feel like I wouldn't go to an abandoned house with someone who couldn't physically move their own body through it. Mm-hmm. So I got that going for me as well. Yes. Same. Like General compassion. It's literally just going to say com- we're compassionate. Yeah. Um, How much therapy does Sally need? Oh, endless. She needed it before this happened. Endless. Yeah. I mean, she saw her brother get chainsawed. Yeah. That's got to do some damage. She like ended the movie covered in blood. And laughing. That's not a good sign. Yeah. Maybe she'd be the next Leatherface. That would be a great twist. There is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, but it's classified as horror comedy. That would be interesting. Do you think it was classified at that on purpose, like the people who made it wanted it to be a horror comedy? I don't know, because I've never seen it. Maybe our opinions aren't that unusual about this movie. Maybe. Maybe this was like the driving force for a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, obviously, this movie has staying power. Yeah, but if I... I don't fully understand why. You know, like based on what we have seen and what we have witnessed, why is Leatherface so iconic? Maybe because he is misunderstood. Okay. Because in my mind, I've seen like B-horror movies and I feel like this is, that's truly what this is. This is a B-horror movie that gathered fame. Mm-hmm. Like what sets it apart? Is it because it's, so different and so ahead of its time 
maybe it is like there was nothing like that before because 1974, right? Like even Halloween hadn't been out yet. Right. Friday the 13th wasn't until 80, I think. Exorcist wasn't out yet, right? No, Exorcist was out. That was 73. Okay. But this is, again, though, this is, like, different than The Exorcist. The Exorcist has, like, a story to it. Like, a good... Is this the first slasher? I don't know, because I feel like Psycho is considered a slasher, but I'm not sure. Mm, I see. You know, like, is, is Psycho, like, technically the first yeah. slasher because of, like... The blood on the screen. Let's see if what Google says. Google's right all the time. Absolutely. Um, first slasher movie. First slasher film. Thirteen women in nineteen thirty-two. Okay. Oh well. It well, documents eleven, not thirteen, <laughs> women being harassed and murdered after a clairvoyant swami. Mails them a horoscope for seeing doom. Oh, we won't be watching that one. No, that sounds boring AF. Yeah, I I have that best horror movie of all time poster. Like, it's a scratch-off poster. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, some of the movies. There was Carnival of Souls. And, like, I'm sure a theater, like, I'm sure a film student would be like, oh, my gosh, this is such a good movie. But I was just fucking bored the whole time. Yeah, I'm looking at like the first nine and they're all, I feel like I've heard of the Bay of Blood and Black Christmas from 1974, Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre's on it. Bay of Blood's on my list to watch, but I'm afraid I'm going to be bored as fuck. Black Christmas is pretty, it's, it's another, it's a slow burn I feel like, but it's, I, yeah. You watched it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I it's on my list. Okay. For Christmas. Your Christmas horror movie list. Yeah. Some facts about this movie. I went through a couple of them already. I think how smelly it was is pretty well known. Yeah, but and really those gross. poor people. Yeah. This was low budget, yeah. Low budget, yeah. They, um, Texas state troopers actually shook Edwin, whatever his name's hand and thanked him for causing crime to drop 18% because apparently the message audiences took away from the movie was don't pick up hitchhikers. Nice. Mm-hmm. That actually, I wrote that. I said life lesson. Don't pick up hitchhikers. When it was first released, the film was so horrifying that people actually walked out of sneak previews. Like... I guess it's just we're so desensitized. I guess that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because I remember like our our father saying that whenever his mother saw Dracula for the first time with mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi, she was so scared that she ripped our grandpa's shirt. Right. And I'm like, that movie's boring as fuck. <laughs> right. <sighs> Um, Entertainment Weekly voted this the second scariest movie ever made behind what? The Exorcist. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what inspired Ridley Scott to make Alien. Some people have even called Alien a Texas Chainsaw Massacre in space. 
I've never seen the first one. <gasps> or I can't the, wait or to the do the second it. one. Oh, I can't wait to do the first one. That first one, it's so good. Uh, your husband and I have a much debated which is better, alien or aliens. And I think alien is better. And he thinks aliens is better. Mm, okay. But uh, yeah, aliens on my list for us to do. I'm surprised that you've never seen it. I feel like that's got to be like a like a dad classic for him to put on inappropriately. Sorry. I, I just think that I was really too scared of it. So whenever it would come on, I left the room. I don't know why. Um, the person who played Pam strongly believes that her character made it out of the freezer and out alive. Fuck off. Because she thinks Pam is a fighter. No, she's an asshole. I agree. I agree. Um, what do you got in terms of final thoughts about this movie? Nothing. I said all my thoughts. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I I'm know. not going to lie. I know. I am not going to lie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I had a problem with the very last scene in which Leatherface is dancing. Is he dancing or is he just like mad? He, he's dancing. His chainsaw's up in the air and he's twirling around like a fool. Okay. He's dancing. But this is after he chainsawed his leg. So how... One, how much blood has he lost from that chainsaw? Because like a chainsaw to the leg, I know he probably didn't get an artery, but we did see his blood spurt and it's an open wound of maybe like six inches. No, that's not six inches. What is that? Like four inches? Yeah. Either way, it's sizable. And the like you saw his flesh like grind up a little bit. How well or how long does he have before blood clot sets in? He was already running around trying to catch people. Could be adrenaline. Could be adrenaline. How much adrenaline can you have after chasing someone for however long with a chainsaw? That chainsaw has to be a good 20 pounds. Yeah. That's... And you were doing it frequently. He's a big guy. He is. I just don't know how long it is. And it also bothered me how long that chainsaw ran without being refueled. That's also an excellent point. Bernard I... said that a chainsaw can probably go an hour if it's full of gas. I have no experience with chainsaws. This is just because I asked him some questions because I was like, I don't think safety protocols would allow that chainsaw to chainsaw through his leg at that point and how he was gripping it. And Bernard was like, no, absolutely. That could happen. Hmm. So I, I just think, and again, I go back to how slow was this girl? And apparently very slow because the fact stated that she was so slow that he kept catching up with her with the chainsaw. Yeah. And heels to make him taller. Oh. That's why you would see him like randomly slashing brush and stuff because he had to find things to do so she could get a little bit ahead. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, I think it's interesting that Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, he's from Iceland. Hmm. So, I don't know. Just thought that was cool. 
Can I say I also laughed at the old man's line? Ain't he got no pride in his home when he found out Leatherface chains on the door? Because I said the same thing. I was like, he's ruining his own front door. That's very funny. But also, he's a child. Yeah, he is a child. Right. Yeah, I guess that's all I got. I hated these characters, except for Leatherface, who I felt sorry for. I know! What is this? Is this why he's an icon? I need somebody to tell me. Listeners, email us your thoughts about Leatherface. I need to know. Yeah, he just needs a lot of help. That's not his fault. No! Like, not. he's not a villain, guys. Mm Mm-mm, he's not. The rest of his family, I will go 100% yes, but him, I go 100% no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, in martini glasses, what do you give this movie? I'm giving it a 2.5. I'm also going 2.5, which is crazy for in quote, iconic movie, unquote. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why it was iconic. There are some good elements to it, but not enough to make it as famous as it is. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say what they are because I have some of them on my list because they are considered iconic. But there's a bunch of iconic horror movies where I'm like, I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. So be interested to get into those with you. Okay. Um, Yeah. I 2.5. Not that scary. Um, drink wise, I would say make it with regular tequila. It's worth a shot. Oh, regular tequila. It was so mm-hmm. good. Um, next movie. <gasps> yeah. I can't I'm, wait. I'm thinking Megan. <gasps> Yay! Have you watched it? Yet? Yes. I okay. can't wait. So right. fun. I'll be excited to watch it again though. All right. That's so fun. What made you pick that? I was always kind of intrigued with it um, because I think it's absolutely ridiculous looking, but then with the advertising on the football fields and like they would hire people to pretend to be groups of Megan dancing. I just think it looks like a good time. I'm going to say in anticipation of you doing Megan, I think we have to do Chucky as the one after. Mm -hmm. All right. So Megan and then Chucky, because I think child's play the first one. I don't know what it is, but I love Christopher Sarandon. Like attractive wise? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why either. It might have been Fright Night. I'll allow it. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. I will allow that. Is that weird? Like he's really hot as that vampire. I don't know why. I've never seen the original. I saw the remake with Colin Farrell and I really liked it. All right. Both of them are going on my list. Well, that can be like a whole, that can be like a whole thing, like originals versus remakes. Yeah. I have a lot of those actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm shocked that you've never seen the old one with Chris Sarandon. I'm going to be honest, like sometimes I feel like the original Chucky, I can. Oh, no, I meant Fright Night, but also Chucky. I know, but it's just 
Like the original Chucky Fright Night, like I can see like flashes of scenes and I don't know if I've like blocked them in my head. So I've actually seen them or if I'm making it up. Okay. Because it's so funny to me, like Brad Dourif, who's Chucky, he's an amazing actor. Like he's Mm. in Lord of the Rings and Deadwood and like Mm. all, all sorts of stuff. And he's just Chucky forever. Like he's that never, is weird. He's never not been Chucky, so I mm-hmm. guess he's committed. But um, oh God, I just I love horror movies so much. I'm gonna get off of this and go watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Yes. Um, please rate, review, and follow. Follow yeah. us on Toasty Romcoms. I'm thinking about changing the Insta handle to Toasty Horror. I I mean I. I don't know if it works or not. I think like, it would. I don't know. We'll see. TBD. Yeah. I don't think we can change our website or our email, but. No, that's true. So email us at toast2romcoms at gmail.com. Please let us know how you feel about Leatherface. Do you think this movie is iconic? Do you think he's a villain? We need to know. Yeah. For sure. I'd be very interested to hear other people's thoughts. Maybe we can put on a survey Mm -hmm. after this comes out. For sure. Give people a chance to watch and listen. Yes. Getting very excited for Halloween. We're recording this. It's the beginning of October. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be after Halloween when I release this, but just so jacked for Halloween. Gear up, people. It's happening. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add, say, do? Did I forget to promote something? No, I think you're good. Website, toast2romcoms.com. Yep. I got to get the horse, start getting the horse stuff up. Yeah. Drink this drink with tequila. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Other than that, please watch up. Drink up. And cheers. cheers.